Hola, hola, hola. ¿Qué tal? Film Family. Es Susco, your host. Um, A.K.A. The Time Scheduler on all those social media thingy bobbies. Um, Timescheduler.com. Go on, check out. There's some stuff there for film students. There's some like questions that have been answered. If you're looking to get into the film game. Um, you can also sign up to the email list that I've started uh, beginning of the year. Do kind of one a week. Uh, and it's just news or thoughts or, you know, things that I had, questions that I had even when I started in the film industry. So go and sign up, check that out. I want to thank everyone who's donated to the charity walk that I'm doing Friday, 26th of June, this Friday, 2020, for all of you listening in the future. Um, so don't, you don't need to, to do anything. Um, really appreciate everyone's I just really appreciate everyone kind of giving in a time where you may know what for months um, you know the, the 10 20 quids that you've all given has meant so much um, you know work's coming back I'm going to be seeing you soon it's going to be weird to not be able to give you hugs and kisses and handshakes but we'll figure out there's like I've started working and we've got this little kind of funny little foot shake that we're doing um so thanks for coming back we've got a lovely great week um i hope you're having an amazing time you amazing people and let's do it let's get started right so ladies and gentlemen hello film family hello film god listeners it's the what's the date 18th of june i'm being specific today i don't know why i've just felt like saying the date um Thanks so much for, for coming on. I know that um, last week I only dropped the one episode. It wasn't five a day. This week we're going to have three. Um, we've had Vaughn on Monday. Um, and we're going to have one of our guests today, her full app tomorrow. But we're going to talk about working via Zoom. You know, there, there are going to be jobs that aren't going to be on massive film sets like we used to do. And I think it's really important that... Um, people that have, have, have worked remotely via home and worked on shoots, you know, we come on, I start building a case study and, um, and it just might take away the fear that some, some of you might have. Like I know, you know, first job doing a bit of AD and via Zoom, you kind of think, oh my God, I'm not on set and I can't see everyone. Ah! But actually it's absolutely fine. So what I'm hoping is that this chat with these two lovely ladies will, um, be able to 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 do that if you are thinking if you've got a job and your script supervisor and it's coming have a little listen to this it's going to be great um we've had a quick little chat offline um i can't wait to have a to to, to record the app so without any further ado from me because you know i love a little waffle in the intros um good afternoon ladies what is your name and what do you both do um, well, I am Natalie Sloan, and I have been a script supervisor for a long time. I started out in film and TV, um, working on lots of kind of Channel 4 stuff, stuff like that, like Top Boy and Misfits, and then moved on to commercials. And I've done, uh, in, at the moment, I'm mostly doing commercials in the script supervising world. And, nice. um, and, I, and I, that's where I've met Jane. Yay. So, Madame, what is your name? <laughs> I don't think My we've met. Jane for Get off. <laughs> <laughs> Stop trading on my lines. <laughs> um, my name's Jane Fryers, and I'm also a script supervisor. Um, I started in uh, started in television, mm -hmm. where I went straight from school to um, to work in television. And um, so, my first day on set, I walked into the back of shot wearing my bright pink shorts, and um, haven't looked back since. So, <laughs> I, 
Love it. Rule number one, always check which way the camera's pointing. And never uh, wear so, bright pink shorts. And then, never wear bright pink shorts. <laughs> ever, never, never. So what does, what does being a script supervisor mean to you both? What, what is it that you do on set, on a day-to-day? And we'll say normal set in inverted commas. And I've, I'm doing the inverted commas, like, you know, thing. Uh, well, you're basically there to, you're representing the editor on set. So you're basically making sure that the whole thing is going to cut together in every way. So you're um, making sure that all the lines are set, that everything makes sense in the story, that the director doesn't miss anything, um, that there's no big mistakes in costume and makeup. You're supporting all the different departments to make sure um, just keeping an extra eye on on all the different departments and helping them to to not make any um, storytelling errors to make sure that it, it all works and flows. And then you're also communicating all of this information to the edit to make sure that they um, know what the director has in mind and um, you're you're letting them know what were all the best takes and what was good about this and uh, any details they need so they're able to um, cut the the you know the piece together. In, in the way that the, the director wants. Nicely put. <laughs> Amazing. And is there a difference between features, TV and commercials? Oh, there's there's huge differences yeah. in all the different formats, I guess. Um, uh, I'm, I'm a massive fan of British TV. I come from America and it's kind of, it's a little bit different how it all works over there, but the, um, I'm a big fan in the, the British TV industry. Um, I love their, you know, six episodes and you get in there and it's a lovely little tight story um, and you, uh, and you, you kind of make it happen, make make the whole story happen. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all script based. It's all story based. It's all kind of long form, and you're thinking um, something that you shot two months ago is going to be relevant to something you're going to shoot in two months, and it's a it's a different world from the uh, kind of uh, micro panic that happens in the commercial industry where you're scrutinizing, uh, you know, a, a one second um, micro snapping panic. of a Kit Kat bar or something, and you'll spend six hours um, just like uh, literally on on jobs. You'll be going, oh no, that was thirteen point two seconds, and we need it to be under thirteen seconds. We better yeah. go again. Um, which is a you know, it's and I also love that. I love the um, the attention. I love the the focus. And I love the um, you know the getting it about ten thousand percent right. Uh, in these kind of 30 second moments where you spend two days on a 30 second moment, you just think, wow, we could have shot five, five minutes of glorious television in that time. Yeah. Um, but it, so it's a totally different thing. And I think um, equally as wonderful. I love working in commercials as well. I think it's amazing. You have all the tools, you have all the stuff, you have all the crew, um, you have all the time. It's just a totally different kettle of fish. And I kind of love them both. I, I, I do miss TV a little bit, but uh, commercials are great as well. Mm. And for you, Jenny, what does it mean to you? I can't remember what the question was. Oh, what does it mean to me? Um, I was just thinking about the difference between the difference between commercials and films. So when I changed, I'd done a couple of features and I wanted to get into commercials. And at first, people at production companies were very, um, very reticent to let me do commercials because they're like, well, you've never done a commercial. How are you going to do a commercial? And it's interesting to look at the similarities in the job and the differences. And I would say to them, well, the difference, the main difference I can see is the timing. Mm. You know, on a film, you have a little more leeway on each shot. And on, as Natalie says, on a commercial, it's down to nth of a second that, that make the difference. So, um, yeah, that was, that's quite an interesting difference. I think, and that, um, that attention to detail. And what which does your day-to-day look like on a set? 
my day is different on every commercial. I think that's what's interesting about them is they range from what I would call a very straight drama to um, totally post-production heavy. I do a lot of um, special effects commercials working a lot with the post houses. Mm. And that's, um, that's making sure that every tiny element of a shot has been, um, has been shot and recorded and they can find it. Like tiny things that look the same to everybody else. There'll be a tiny little nuance that, um, that needs logging and finding in the edit. So for instance, when you do something like the Bond titles, which I've worked on, they'll have layers and layers and layers to get to those fantastic yeah. shots. And so, that, um, they could, yeah, but the those, Bond title we did, what is it, end of last, was the beginning of this year? End of last year? Uh, I'm now. Yeah. But yeah. does, does do, you know, as was... a script supervisor and, and continuity, yeah. are you, do you adjust slightly your, your work mechanics for a director, for a job? Or is it yes. just like, the job is, I am who I am, the job is what I do. And, you know, it's like, let's full steam ahead. Or do you have to, you know, when you're working for someone as great as Danny Kleiman or someone, you know, do you have to adjust and, and you tweak yourself to their methodology and, and their way of thinking? Yeah, 100%. I do. It's interesting. Uh, oh, sorry. I was going to say it was interesting um, listening. I think Sean Cotter said it and somebody else said the other day that um, it's very much be yourself on set. Don't mm. change who you are. Whereas I feel I'm much more of a chameleon and, and I suck out yeah. the situation and I fit in with what the commercial is and what, what it demands and what the priority is. And mm. also the personality of the director. For me, I, I gauge that. And some directors like absolute silence and some directors chat up until someone says turn over and then, then there's silence. Even but when they're I, turning over, I they're think, still talking until they hit and yeah, action. Oh <laughs> yeah, some of them in the middle of the take on the phone and chatting to you at the same time. It's like, do you know what? Anyway, that's another thing. But so, yeah, I think I, I do very much change and I change the way I work. Okay. So sometimes, um, for instance, we're going to talk about the Zoom. While yes. we were um, doing the last the Zoom commercial that I did recently, um, I typed all the way through. So I was typing, it was ad-libbed, typing all the time and um, timing. So typing and timing seemed to be the focus. Whereas at other times, watching the continuity, checking the lines are perfect and timing are more important than the editor's log, which you can go back to. So it's a bit of a, a constant balance between, mm -hmm. you know, contrary to popular belief, we can't actually do everything. Yes, you can. I've seen you do so it all. It's deciding what's the, or maybe Natalie can. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think it's for me deciding what's the most important and yeah. department wise, who needs the most help. Okay. I mean, sometimes you can tell that costume are mad busy. They've had to, did we say this before? Maybe we did. Cut it out if we did. Yeah. Costume are mad busy. They've had to go back to the truck to fit someone else. So you know that they're not out there keeping an eye on the costume. Mm. Whereas actually you can see the makeup artist is right on it. So, you know, you're just all the time for me balancing different okay. things. Nice. And for you, Natalie, are you adjusting yourself to different situations, different directors, different jobs? Oh, absolutely. And I, th I think that's one of the massive differences in, in TV and commercials. On a TV show, you're going to work with the same uh, director for weeks and weeks and weeks. By the end of it, you're sort of a, a, you're a very well-oiled machine and it, mm. it all happens kind of effortlessly. But in commercials, so often you're coming into a thing that is only going to be a couple of days and a lot of times it'll be a new director. Obviously, you do work with the same people, but a lot of times it'll be a new director and a new person, a totally new environment, new client, new agency, uh, new producers. And you, you do have to basically get in there 
have a real quick look around um, and try and and work out how they want to make the the, the film that they're making because mm -hmm. right? your your job is to turn out a film that works beautifully exactly how they want it to work and that doesn't um the directors aren't the same they don't they don't achieve their goal the same way so someone might want to uh think it all through and it's all very very precise with loads of visual effects and somebody else might want a really organic fluid piece and how they want to achieve that is is done very differently and you have to just have a look around and you you after time you do get an instinct um for it you think all right so uh this person is going to want me you know at their side um chiming in about these types of details and you you only have the opportunity to say one maybe two things to uh to a director after a take and you need to choose those things wise, wisely because there's always like 20 things there you uh. know so you've all you've seen 25 <laughs> things in every single take that probably is worth mentioning but you need to work out what is a priority for this director what does he care about have we achieved that? And then, or she care about? Um, and yep. you need to uh, you need to bring up the issues that that is going to be the most important to them, so they can have a think about it and work out whether they need to go again or whether they're happy with what they got. Nice. And then uh, you kind of have to do that to all the departments. And um, so you're so you're sort of uh, you're going okay. I've got a one minute window. Let me say these two things to to this director, and then I'm gonna. The biggest other problem was there was a prop wrong, and there's a problem with the hair. So you have thirty seconds fix that prop. Did you see the hair? All right. And then, uh, and then you're back there again and, and you're, and you're back in it for the, for right. the next one. So it's, it is, it is kind of like being a, a silent ninja where you sort of are just batting away problems. Every single take you're like, what was wrong? Wah, 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 wah. Fix it. And you're back. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, like I definitely it. argue it's just one of the greatest jobs on set because you are in everyone's business. You are involved in every single department and after a little while once they once people trust you and know that you're a safe fair hands you just um you just talk to everybody all the time because they come over and go it, it helps them you know they'll come over and go my god i did not see what cup they picked up did yeah. you see that and then you say of course i saw it bang look here and you show mm. them the you know frame grab or whatever you or you can uh, you can instantly quickly most of the time support other departments and helping them so that's just why it's so wonderful and everybody Amazing. should be a script so, supervisor. That, yeah, that's it. Well, that's, I'm, I'm, I think my summary, um, I my summary is kind of like where script supervisors are micro ninjas sorting out micro panics. That's it. I love it. <laughs> that's it. Um, <laughs> then, so what I'm going to do now, we're going to jump on to um, the Zoom, the, the way that you worked on Zoom. Um, and I guess we'll go individually just because you might have different ways of working and just how it went what your thoughts were and um yeah any kind of advice back to yourself if you were listening to this before you did the zoom okay um so uh recently we were invited in to to do a job and it was a big commercial that was um going to be for tv with a big brand um and the uh, idea was that they were going to because we were still in 100 percent lockdown at, at that point, what was that, uh, two weeks ago, a week ago? Yeah. Um, and uh, the idea was that they would take the camera kit to the actors who mm -hmm. were families and people who lived in together. So they were in a unit so they could be close nice. together. Yeah. And they left the equipment there, the cameras and, and uh, everything there. The, the, um, the people set the cameras up themselves into the shots that they were given by the camera department, who was also remote. Yeah. And the, um, 
so they they set up a shot and it was all shot um you know 4k or something so they could they could pop in if they needed to do a cut and um the the it wasn't scripted so the actors were basically given interview topics and then they'd talk uh, over the topic and um, all of the departments were remote everyone was at home we were working on zoom the director was remote literally no one went to the house so wow. it was um it was uh very interesting the focus puller was pulling focus um remotely everything was remote and we had a live video feed they had a focus puller that's interesting. they had a camera person yeah so they had a person basically looking at the technical elements they had a few basic uh, lighting things, you know, so they had to diffuse a, a, you know, a window at one point and they were yeah, just yeah. sort of explaining to them what to do. Um, it's like yeah, it's so a six-year-old, just like with their like crinkly scissors, just like cutting some handy. <laughs> Amazing. It was a little it's bit like, like that. Yeah, it was a little <laughs> Yeah, and then one would think that they, they chose the families wisely uh, so that they had someone who kind of was the guy who, you know, went and moved the stuff around. So they, you know, the people got on all right with, with it, you know. Nice. Um, and, but the, the basic setup was, um, you know, so I had, to, I had my computer in front of me and I had a big, I had a big monitor beside me so that I had a bit more screen space. Yep. Um, the, the Zoom was given a live feed so they did a live feed from the camera so that one of the screens of the zoom was a live feed okay makes sense so it was like watching a monitor so it yeah. wasn't actually that uh, completely foreign mm -hmm. um and then uh, down so we had a live feed going on the computer and then we had three different uh whatsapp groups that were basically our communication and uh we had a technical whatsapp group that was the you know the camera department mm -hmm. hair um hair makeup costume um so there was art department person. Yeah, they had kind of, there was, like we didn't hear much there. of them. Yeah, well, there was, it was a handful in commercial world, you know, mm. um, but they still were making decisions on which shirt to wear and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so the, the, you know, they didn't have much to say throughout the day because, you know, uh, it was just uh, based, you know, decisions, but I'm sure they did pre-production on, mm. on all that kind of stuff. But yeah, it was, there was someone representing all the big departments, um, wow. but there was just like one person representing each department. Amazing. Um, yeah, it was it was good. Um, and how did it affect? How did it change your what? Because I guess you know, from from so I'm a second AD, and you I kind of you watch and you learn, and being a runner, you kind of look at the department and you kind of think, well, as a script supervisor, as you said, you kind of you watch a take, and then you spend that that minute between the next take, kind of going between departments, saying, do this, do this, do this, do this, and you do it quietly or just to to that one person. How does that yeah. work then on Zoom? When do you, you know do you message someone in a bit and you go she needs to sort out her hair and what was the how was that process different um, not being on set? Well, in our case, we had three different chats. One one Zoom chat had the agency and client and the director and me and mm -hmm. maybe a couple other people. But that, that was one we we didn't say anything on. <laughs> I didn't yes. say anything on that chat. But you could hear the client and the agency's opinion on stuff so that you could communicate that to the edit. So I would just watch that group. Mm -hmm. as a script supervisor wouldn't dare say anything in front of the agency and client that would be yeah. madness um and then there was a technical group of, um you know if i needed to like that would be where you give somebody a slate you ask for the camera details mm -hmm. uh you might say um you know did you guys see that those bananas got turned around or whatever uh you need to say in a technical kind of way and then yep. the most important chat um i had a one-on-one -on -one chat with just me and the director and okay, so nice. they were 10 minute takes because it was just ad lib. And so like, uh, like Jane had said before, we, you know, you're literally typing out all the words that they're saying while you're timing the takes and trying to find the sweet spot in the, in the ad lib. Um, and so I'd be typing away that and then you'd, 
and then I was during the take saying to the director, that was a good 10 second chunk. That was mm. good for your 15. That would be good for your five. Um, and, and also saying, did you see that that lady's hair is falling forward? You might want to reset that. Yeah. Um, and, and say, and just, uh, so through, through the whole take, I was writing messages with the director or he might say to me, was that, was that, did that fit time or did they cover that? Nice. Um, and so, uh, that, that is how we communicated. Okay. And then, so Jane, you know, if you need to, if you need to say, if you need to sort out bubbers, you sort out bubbers. It's not a problem. I'll, I'll quickly leave Jane to, I'm, I'm, I'm good. the dog and the three-year-olds just walk in. So let me leave Jane to stay her section while I reset my children. <laughs> and don't turn the bananas around. That's brilliant, exactly. Leave the bananas. Um, so what did, how did it work for you then, Jane? What were your processes and how did it, how did it change how you would normally work? Or was it just, just you know, another day? <laughs> another day what was great for me is that because Natalie had gone first she did mm -hmm. the first shoot I did the second one was we'd already talked and um, right. and it was really nice to talk to another script supervisor so she taught me through what she did and then um I pretty much you know did the same thing because that was what was to be done um but it was really interesting what I was thinking afterwards I was just thinking about what I would change and um bit typing so typing pretty much trying to type word for word what the cast was saying and mm. timing it and watching three whatsapp groups wow. was quite a lot to do especially as you have to take your fingers off the keyboard to whatsapp back to the director mm. and i was wondering whether next time i would have a live phone feed to the director nice. so that i had one earphone in so i could keep typing but talk to him and it must have been equally annoying for him to have to What's that me if he wanted anything? So mm. I think I would probably take that. It'd be interesting to see what Natalie thinks about that because I would take that away from WhatsApp and put it on a, a phone call, I think. And um, so just, and I guess the, the the taking the process out of WhatsApp, uh, you kind of went into, you went into like full jazz mode. That's lovely. Amazing. That's just the way I talk. Yeah. <laughs> so the process of communication um yeah uh natalie jane was saying the kind of what would what so just 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 let just say just ask oh is she back yeah oh, cool. she's back she's there she's there she's cool yeah natalie what i was saying was um i think uh if i did another zoom i would suggest that the director and script supervisor were on a phone call rather than whatsapp because that WhatsApp interrupted both of us all the time. And um, as the director would have to pick up their phone anyway, they could pick it up and hold it to their ear and we could have one earpiece that was that phone call. Mm. And I think to say, was that a good 10? Yes, it was. It's much quicker than break. And the other thing I didn't do, not being so technical, was um, I hadn't changed my phone so that it didn't go to sleep quickly. So every time I lay it down, it went to sleep and I had nice. to pick it up, look at it for that face ID thing and then get back into WhatsApp. <laughs> Whereas if it was just there on the call, it would have been quicker. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, because I'm I did I did because uh, I've, I've done quite a few different jobs, different jobs on Zoom on Zoom. So hmm. I was aware of the WhatsApp failings. There's a few failings yeah. in, uh, in WhatsApp. And so one of them is I had WhatsApp on my additional monitor on my laptop. Mm -hmm. And then I yeah. use a program called Scripty. So I also had that open. And then I had mm -hmm. the WhatsApp on because on the computer, it doesn't go to sleep. 
Um, so wow. I had it so that I could basically watch it yeah, all just the time. Type into that. And then, but, the, but sometimes, I don't know if this is my conspiracy theory or what, but I've, I, I've heard that <laughs> if you send too much on WhatsApp, it sometimes holds them back. And so um, like to keep you looking at it all the time, this is what, and I do experience that sometimes that if you send lots and lots and lots of things on WhatsApp, sometimes they don't ping through exactly on time. Not a big delay, oh, right. but it might you be a little delay. And you know, I'm not sure, but uh, there, was, there was a period in the day uh, when we were, I was WhatsApping with the director and basically the messages didn't go through that he wasn't getting them, you know, they were just holding and they weren't going to his phone. Mm. And so at the end of those calls, whenever, whenever they did happen, uh, basically I just called them and said, right, you didn't see this. And then just went through it. But we were in a, we were in slightly unusual situation because, um, you know, only one in 10 jobs does the, uh, the, the 10 minute, uh, take, you know, um, and, and that is, um, that is a situation that we were in the very long take. Um, and I think mm-hmm. that if it was normal takes where you were able to, you know, shoot for a minute and then, and then, um, you know, uh, pick it up, pick it up again, you, it wouldn't have been such a big deal to speak to them after every, every take, but because they were such long takes, mm. it, it was kind of a big deal. Well, yeah. The other thing I thought about that was, um, that I spoke to the dit beforehand and there was no way to get time code to log yeah. those beautiful moments. So what I did was I started a watch at the big, when the actors they were using the actor clapping as a slate. Nice. So every time the actors clapped, I restarted another watch. So like Natalie, I had a screen here and a laptop here and the iPad doing something and another phone and it was like <laughs> wow. it was mayhem at the desk. But um, yeah, so I ran that watch and used it as a time code. So at least I had a little, you know, you could say at two minutes and thirty seconds there was a good bit and then another nice. good bit at four thirty-five just to give the edit assistant a chance <laughs> to find the good bits. And, yeah. and I also spoke to the editor beforehand and he was really funny because he said, um, I was talking to him about time code and he said, oh, I don't know. I, don't, I said, I don't think there was any and I, we can't get it for the next mm. shoot. And um, he said, oh, I'll just have a check. And then he came back and he went, oh, didn't realise how much work the editor assistant does. <laughs> He'd obviously only... <laughs> Yeah. Love it. once it was all you know beautifully laid out and the yeah. poor editor twisted have been going through reams and reams of where oh. is everything yeah so those 10 minute takes are, are quite hard on the editor yeah and if it wasn't if it hadn't have been 10 minute takes and it was kind of your your bog standard you know shorter commercial what would you you know if, if you know I'm, I'm a producer i'm a production manager now i'm phoning you up i'm saying look mm. I've got a job. I need you to come on it. You're going to be scripting from home. What are the processes yeah. that you would now kind of make sure that are in place to allow a smooth running for you um, on a job? I think that um, it depends on what it was. You know, obviously you read the script. I think probably if it was um, a drama based thing where you were going to do cuts, where you were cutting between um, shots, I think probably to have a WhatsApp group of anyone doing continuity. So mm-hmm. all those, like Natalie says, all those little moments that you want to have, you don't want to be broadcasting yeah. that there's a continuity mistake. You want someone to, to fix it quickly mm-hmm. and quietly. So I think to be able to message costume, makeup, props, anything that's moving or could move, I think you should have those little side groups. I think on Zoom you can have a side side chat going on. Yeah. So, yeah, possibly that. Nice. I did a I did a a, a, um, a job and yeah. we used this yeah, app how called Unity. Yeah, it went, it went really well. Yeah, small crew, 
like really really small crew and we had yeah. director producer art director mate like everyone was in south africa and they set up it was just you know right. there was like this real small core um on the shooting floor in on the location yeah and we used this software called unity now and how does that work is it mind a thing? blowing genuinely <laughs> i geeked i geeked <laughs> out on the tech what does it do? oh so it takes it takes a normal radio chat so you know like you kind of channels one to yeah. whatever there's like six channels that you can talk on six channels that you can listen on um, so you can click which channels you want to be able to listen to, but then just click the channel you want to talk to. So if you had like director on channel one, um, the the hair, makeup, stylist, all the rest of them on channel two, an agency client on channel three, you could listen to all of those on one of those or two of those throughout the day, communicate wow. solely to one channel. Yeah. But then the beauty of it was, is that everyone that was on all of the channels was there in a, in a user file. And you could just click. So I could, you know, if I was first in and you were scripting, you could just click my name and then just talk yeah. to me direct, but still listen to the director's chat and oh, the brilliant. agency client yeah. chat. So it's a, it was, Ooh. you know, there, there's times that you've got to kind of be able to filter and not have too many. Yeah. But that was like, that was mind blowing. Mind blowing. Um, oh, that so yeah. Nice. Oh, that's Unity. brilliant. And that's, yeah, that's going back more to the way um, a live or a recorded as live TV show would go. Mm, yes. So that you have got talk back to it. So you are, you know, you're kind of sitting where you are, but you can get to whoever you mm. want by talk back. Oh, yeah. So that could be, I don't know. I'm going to, I'm going to look into it this afternoon. I've talked, I've spoken to, to some people and we're going to start thinking, cause yeah. it, it just, it takes the, the, the walkie radio and you talking now when you're like, you're hearing a zoom this and a WhatsApp that and all the rest of it. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, it's, this, well, it this isn't like about, you, I mean, yeah. You need. You definitely need to. What? What? When we when we were doing it, it definitely worked, and you can definitely uh, get a really nice story that way. And you can imagine a world in which, um, with a maybe even with a very small crew, mm. as we go forward, it might be that only, you know, only camera is allowed to go in the room. Yeah. Or, you know, and and everybody really does need to be shooting yeah. remotely. You can see that next step mm. uh, in in those processes. There's like an open door for somebody to get in there and develop systems that are appropriate for uh, for this kind of shooting so at the moment we are sort of just waiting for somebody to emerge with something like that to solve the communication problem because there was one or two takes when uh, you know I definitely didn't get to communicate the key details I wanted to communicate because the moment was lost you know because once it cut if the director's off the agency first and he comes back to you and then you're moving on before you really got to get your word across, mm. then um, mm. you know, that, that's no good. And so, um, so obviously when you're, you're basically making films with non-film systems mm. and, it, and so it, it, it is teetering, you know, um, but that being said, don't, you know, it's, it can be it's better than not making films. So we should yeah. still be making films until somebody comes up with the software. I know the people who, developed uh, scripty which i swear by my script supervising software they were mm. they were immediately like right tell me everything you did we're going to try and adapt scripty so that it supports remote shooting Amazing. and they're trying to redevelop the already very good software so that it basically takes frame grabs from the live feed you know like mm. so that it will work with what is out there and i know that all the different all the people who make all these programs must be looking at this situation and going right how can i make this a better situation yeah well i so, guess for, for if there is a next you know, if there is a next COVID, if there is a next coronavirus and everyone's kind of figured out what they can do during it and working from home, I think anyone that can adapt and, and, and fix the little problems that 
you may have had. So Scripty is a, I guess, it's a software that allows you to, to do your job. Yeah, so it's just a, it's a script supervising software that yeah. um, where you you line your scripts and you have um, it's very good for TV and film because you have the whole you have all the details of everything at your fingertips. You have frame grabs, you have um, every single detail of every shot you've you've got at a click mm -hmm. of a button, and it's um, very handy and it's very quick because um, you sort of type as you go, and at the end of the day, you just send all your reports um, out with the click of a button. There's no um, there's no copying things. There's no work at the end of the day. It is just bang, send. And then your report sent out in like 10 different forms to everyone who needs it. Mm -hmm. um, so it's a very, very good system. And the person who developed it is a script advisor who's working on big stuff and, uh, you know, um, so really gets it. Uh, and it's, yeah, I guess in, in COVID, we are just waiting on, on someone to kind of help, um, which I thought Scripty was very helpful in this case, but it, just yeah. to help, you know, uh, adapt. But then there is there's elements of it I think aren't, aren't going to go away. Um, if you think of um, like COVID might sell down and we can start shooting, but um, if you're if you're agency and client or in LA or Denver or something, um, they still might not be able to come if there's a quarantine rule. Yeah, so maybe exactly. even whenever shoots start again, you still might have this element of live feeding to people somewhere else, you know, yeah. or um, if people don't want to, you know, you could, you could run two units at once. And that, that was something that was really interesting. We shot and we had three different locations on the first day that we shot and they were in totally different parts of London. Um, and that was fine. But if it was an actual unit, you never would have been able to get through no. those three different locations. Yeah. So there is some benefit to it. You know, there's I guess instead of, benefits. you know, pack pack the vans, move the lines, get the thing, tidy up. It's just like, right, okay, we're off to East London. Right. Click. Turn, yeah, turn start. this guy on. Literally, yeah. bang, we're Brilliant. in the next location. And they had, you know, obviously the, the sort of AD types had done a lovely job at having an overlap so that there was people working yeah. to make everything perfect. So by the time we came to the second location, it was all magically done. And um, we were basically ready to go. The camera was all set up. The actors were set there looking great. Yeah. And, and uh, so they kind of had other people on that. And as soon as we finished and people moved on to the, the third set and started getting that ready. Um, so, and obviously there's huge cost benefits for production. You don't have to mm. feed people for one. I mean, you know, um, you don't have to travel between locations. You, it's just really streamlined. So obviously uh, we miss set and I'm not yeah. saying that it's better than set, but I can see various benefits. Um, you, can, you can see if you can tell your story in a way with a, a, a more streamlined crew mm. and without flying in a whole bunch of people from here, there and everywhere. Um, yeah, you can see how you might even just do little things in the future. And I've also I've worked on shows before. For instance, I did a big History Channel thing uh, where, you know, we were shooting in lots of different countries. And, uh, and you're the main script supervisor sort of managing the whole thing. But then whenever, and so you can go to Morocco, you can go to here, you can go to there, but then they want to take another unit and go down to South Africa. And they just can't afford to take the entire crew for a one-day shoot down in South Africa. And so you have to just hand that over. Whereas under this kind of system, you would be able to at least zoom in and you might have a script supervisor there uh, doing mm. it, but you would be able to zoom in and, and be available to watch and contribute. Yeah. Um, so it does kind of open up on, I can imagine big shows uh, shooting the main stuff in a normal kind of average way, but then you could keep an eye on a unit that you were that was too far for you to go to. So Does it allow um, for kind of a job sharing as well? Potentially. Oh gosh, yeah. Well, that's a, we job shared on this commercial, which was um, is unique in the script supervising world. Um, and I've done it a few times on jobs, and it is um, something that really opens up opportunity to people who if you you don't want to you don't want to do the six day weeks 
uh, six mm. month on end, um, 14 hour day well, thing. That, families that, and that, yeah. parents that might need you. You know, it's, there was an app. So, you know, inevitably there's just loads of Facebook groups for ADing and working and film crew and all the rest of it. And, and there was one and, and uh, there was a second who's going to start job sharing so that they can, you know, they've got commitments because of family things. And they're like, well, look, we're going to job share and we're going to diss that and the other, and they're going to figure out a system that allows them to, to do that. And I guess working on Zoom, how did, so how did this as a job share work for the two of you? Well, it, it wasn't planned to be a job share, but it was a job share in the end because they uh, had to, they extended the shoot basically. Mm -hmm. So we, we shot um, the first uh, section of, of the commercials um, and I was doing that. And then whenever they pushed it into dates that I was unavailable, um, then we looked at the idea of bringing someone different in because I, I just couldn't do dates that they were looking at. Mm. And uh, so we essentially just handed over and then, and then Jane took over. But um, so it wasn't a planned job share, but it did end up as a job share and it worked perfectly well because you, we just had a really long phone call where we talked through all the details that were important to communicate. And then, um, and then, and then, just handed over all the key details, and, and it was fine. And then, so how did the process for the job sharing work? You know, yeah. do you both jump on a call, and if you work differently, did that matter for taking over the roles, or did, does it not matter at all? No. Okay. No, it didn't matter at all because if, in the end, the editor got you know the the day, um, even though part of what I did was a reshoot, I think of where the internet had gone down on Natalie's part of it. Yeah. Um, there wasn't any direct continuity. It wasn't that, you know, it was it was a total reshoot. And I think um, possibly the list of questions had changed. You know, it was, it was start again, basically. Okay. So there was nothing that overlapped. I mean, I have, and I'm sure Natalie has worked on shoots where you've got an actor walking towards the door on one shoot and then coming through the door on another shoot where you really want to hand over and you want to, everything to work the same. But for me, it didn't matter whether I was using scripty or not because I typed, I typed, you know, exactly yeah, what yeah. the actor said, marked the good takes, nice. and that went off to the editor. So that didn't matter. But um, I think, what I mean, in the past, what I've done is if I sometimes a shoot that is going around the world, I remember taking a Nike thing from a Spanish script supervisor, and what I did was looked at the way she laid out her notes, and I changed my template to match hers just to make it easier for the editor who was going you know, from one sheet to another. And I just nice. thought it's, it's actually easier if everything looks the same. Mm. So, yeah, nice. I would do that if I, if I was job sharing with somebody who had a, a way of working, mm. then I'm happy to change mine because actually in the end, it doesn't make a difference to me. Information is information, yeah. Yeah, I think that, yeah, the job is the job. Amazing. Well, look, I know we've, we're kind of, Zoom has this little counter. Haven't we? we haven't been recording for this long, but we've just hit the hour mark. And okay. I know you've, you've got lunches and kids and things, you know, everyone's got a very super busy life, even though COVID still, it feels like, you know, the lockdown's kind of easing and things are coming back. I just want to get a nice little summary of just how, I guess it's, it's just to convince people that actually it can be done from home and you can script supervise from home and it can all be yeah. done via Zoom. Um, I'd just love to get your kind of individual thoughts on that. And then the floor is yours to then, send any love and send any thanks to anyone because i like to, to give you the floor. So um, who would like to go first in a little kind of outro summary? Oh, uh, <laughs> I'm not going to do Okay, I'm going okay, to go, go first. Go I'm going to go first. <laughs> so I would say to any, to any producers who are wondering whether you need continuity script supervisor on your shoot on Zoom, yes, you do. We can be really helpful. 
I would say we can do 90% of our job on Zoom and the 10% might be, um, we can get around that. Mm-hmm. Um, and also to script supervisors who are offered a job on Zoom, I would say definitely take it, ring Natalie, ring me and uh, we'll tell you our experiences and we're both, what we've got in common is we're both really happy to share. Nice. We really want, you know, lots of script supervisors using Zoom and, uh, and for it to work well for them. Amazing. Lovely outro. Natalie, what would you like to, what, what, your, what are your takeaways from the job and, and what would you like to say? Well, um, I, I just found it wonderful shooting uh, on Zoom because the main thing for anyone who is in, in the film industry or TV industry or whatever um, is that you, you, people love this job and everyone loves working and loves the storytelling and loves being uh, on set. And it was just so nice whenever the work started com- coming back in again and you were able to do the thing that you love to do um, and you were able to to communicate with all of those familiar voices of all of those departments and, and mm. be involved in the storytelling. And you could see the whole thing coming together. And also it's very exciting to just, um, to, to see a massive problem that we're all facing and figure out a, a really easy workaround. So you think, right, okay, this is a big problem, but it's not gonna stop us uh, telling the stories that we need to tell or advertising the stuff we need to advertise. The world does go on and we need to um, figure out how to, uh, how to move on with with the world, and so I found it really exciting. I mean, I, I it took me a little while. I did a couple of days worth of research before my first job to really lay it out because the last thing you want is to be figuring it out as you know as you're going. So yeah. I, you know, spend some time before you go onto the set that very first time, and just think through exactly how you're going to do it, and you know what problems you're going to run into. Just solve the problems as much as you can in advance, and what you'll find is that actually the job is the job. And you can do it very well, and it'll be uh, as long as you're, uh, you know, open-minded to to work around, you know. Which, if you're a script supervisor, you probably are already open-minded to to making things work. Um, that there's no reason to be intimidated by it. Um, it's it's actually it was very fun and very exciting and not at all boring. I tell you, um, we were we were working very hard. Um, yeah. You think, oh gosh, you know, it's going to be really relaxing, but I tell you what, we were working our socks off, and uh, the day flew by, and at the end of it, I just thought. Oh, um, that was different and obviously you, you missed that, but actually it was brilliant and it was wonderful to, um, to do something of, of value. Amazing. So. Um, have you got anyone that I always, the episodes I always like to kind of give the floor to, to the guests just to, in case you wanted to say thank you to anyone or, or, or raise a topic or do something like I kind of just step away from the microphone. Natalie, if you go first, if there's anyone or anything that you want to give a shout out to, um, feel free. Um, well, I, um, we, we are very, uh, script advisors are a very lonely department in one way because we don't get to run across the other, the other script supervisors. Um, yeah, I know, but you, you do, you work with all the departments and so it's amazing. Yeah. But uh, I just always like to, to say to people who are thinking about getting into script supervising, if you think that you've got the type of mind that you would really enjoy that type of work, that it's just the most brilliant job and you should, uh, all the young script supervisors coming up, uh, should try to get on getting trained under a senior level script supervisor and learn the job and get some of the, you know, so shout out to the new script supervisors out there that they should, um, you know, get over all of the technical humps and just uh, get training and, and get learning the, the job because it is really a wonderful uh, place to be in the film industry. And um, yeah, just like to encourage them all to get out there and do it. Uh, right. Jenny, have you got anyone or anything you want to give a shout out to? 
I have. I would like to give a shout out to um, the very first script supervisor I worked with, who was script supervising on the day of the pink shorts incident, who <laughs> took me, <laughs> who took me under her wing and was so generous and taught me everything she knew, looked after me, protected me from the cheeky sparks. You know who you are, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and just taught me how fabulous this job is. And do you know what? I'd really like to thank Natalie for being so generous because I was saying to her on the phone that um, sometimes you meet another script supervisor, you know, you wander onto her set by accident. And it's like um, being a single girl at a couple's dinner party. <laughs> they look at you going, oh, don't, don't look at my director. He's my director. Don't look at him. Don't touch him. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and it's really nice to meet somebody else who just wants to, you know, have a laugh, share stuff and encourage other script supervisors. Did I mention her name? I just realized I, was gonna I ask, didn't mention her name. Don't worry, I, was, I wasn't going to stop you. <laughs> I was going to wait for you to finish it and just go, and what was her, yeah, her name? <laughs> so her name was Di Brooke, but now she's married. It's Di Moore. So Di, I love you still. Love it. Love it. Well, look, ladies, thank you so much for coming on and giving me an hour of your time. Um, I really appreciate that, you, as you said, it, there can kind of be elements of people having done a job and then just going i'm not going to give any information away because then i can be the only person that's done it but actually that the freedom yeah. to be able to say well no let's all learn and this is what we learn and this is what you know you're, you're kind of giving the power to people to be able to to be able to to make a living you know those script supervisors that have maybe got yeah. a job and just a little bit frightened or a little bit intimidated by it by it all the ability and thank you journey for kind of even saying you know hit me up and get some info that's really super kind like that's amazing karma you know it's just amazing um so i hope ladies and gents you had a lovely time um and i guess even if you're not a script supervisor and you want to get into continuity it just goes to show that every single department can be useful um however the film shoot is going how whatever you're doing however it's being done um we can all get there. We can all get back to work. It's going to be amazing. I can feel it. I'm excited. It's coming. The summer's coming. It's a little bit later than normal, but it's coming. Um, so thank you again, ladies, for giving me your time. <laughs> ladies and gents who are listening, um, I'm just having such a still an amazing time. And there's like other countries that we're now charting in. I know last week I told you we got our, our first two top number one spots. So we were number one in Nigeria and uh, Bulgaria. Woohoo! for film interviews so if you're listening to nigeria and bulgaria thank you so much like keep downloading keep us at number one um and everyone in america and brazil and where was it with spain the south of africa we're back in the charts in australia it's madness it's absolutely madness i love it i love you all have a lovely lovely week um and check out Janie's full up tomorrow it's a cracker if you know her you'll love her and you'll realize how much you love her and how much you missed her and if you don't know her go on and listen because she's Uh, It's just an amazing chat. So big love, ladies and gents. Um, Have a lovely, lovely rest of the week. Um, Oh, yes, I forgot to say, because this is going to come out on Thursday. Tomorrow, I'm doing my film Charity Walk, 30 Miles. The link is in the bio of the Film Gods and the bio of um, the Time Scheduler. It's a charity walk for the film and TV charity that have done amazing work for mental health and um, for people that we know in their industry that are all part of the, the that have gone through some hard times financial hard times so just give a little bit if you can i'm trying to raise two and a half grand to give to them so that they can help you or members of your family or your friends that are part of the industry it's 30 miles my home to black island and back my feet are going to be killing 
but I'm doing it. It's happening. Um, so I'm going to stop. I love you both. I love all of you that are listening. And until we meet again, ladies and gents, that is a wrap. So that was a chat with the king or queen in the game. I give it a shout at the end so you all know the name. It's the Film Gods Podcast. The what? The Film God Podcast.